When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Lazard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it! Breaking away, Garrett Wilson! Wilson, a big play downfield! Allen, tripped up! He could not get past Jermaine Johnson! Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall! He's done it again! Brees Lightning! 62 yards for the touchdown! And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams! What a beast! Number 95 for the Jets! Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeJet1. And it's time for the weekend mailbag. So for that, we bring back our friend who is the editor over at JetNation.com, Mr. Glenn Naughton. Glenn, what's up, brother? Not a whole lot. Let's jump into the mailbag, Glenn, and we will begin with Eric. Any news on Ashton Davis? The light has to come on this season. I don't have any news on Ashton Davis other than I'd be surprised if he's still here by the time the season starts. I guess if he lights it up in training camp and does really well in the preseason, he'll have an opportunity to stay. But I just don't really understand what the purpose would be of keeping him. He's due to make $3 million. He's been really bad since being drafted out of Cal. And I'll take the L on that one. I thought he had a lot of upside and a lot of potential. Very athletic guy, track background. Unfortunately, he just hasn't been able to turn into the type of player they wanted. Terrible tackler, takes awful angles. And his coverage hasn't been anything close to what you would have hoped for a guy with that sort of athleticism. So I don't expect him to be here. For week one, but then again, I wasn't really expecting him to be here for week one last year, and he was. So who knows? Maybe the coaching staff and the front office has a certain fascination with him that I'm unaware of, and he ends up staying. But I think that Ashton Davis probably winds up being released before the season starts. Yeah, I think Davis could be gone. If, you know, I think the two things that, that give him a, a sliver of hope to hang around, as I mentioned before with, um, with Michael Carter, um, they used a pre, uh, not just a pick. They used a premium pick on him. 
and um, and and the lack of depth at the position. But again, you don't ha- you don't keep a guy around for depth if he's also not that good. And that's the what that's what Ashton Davis has been. So if I had to guess, if I had to you know put money on it, I would say he's not on the week one roster. And Glenn, especially at the price point for three million dollars, yeah. you can yeah. get a guy who is a late round draft pick or an undrafted free agent or some player on a vet minimum who can give you what Ashton Davis can, or maybe even be better than Ashton Davis. If you're paying three million dollars, you should be getting somebody like a John Johnson, who's an established safety, yeah. who may not be the greatest player in the world, but at least is a serviceable player who can start for you if you need him to and be really good depth if he's not going to start. Yeah, it's one of those things where every now and then you see a guy hang around long enough that you start to think, okay, the, the GM, I get he was a pick, but you're hanging on to this guy too long. Like, and we've seen Joe Douglas part ways with some of his picks in a hurry, which you, it's like, it sucks that the guy's a bust, but you like that the GM isn't being sentimental about it and he's just cutting bait once he realizes the guy can't play because I think that's what good coaches do. Um, but, like, to me, the two guys who are in the same class this year, Denzel Mims and, and Ashton Davis. Like, they were both picks. I think that's what's keeping them around. But if they don't do something big, they you know, you've got to move on from those guys. Next question comes in from John. He asks, I don't know if you guys saw that meme over Memorial Day weekend with Justin Fields and Jordan Love making light of the fact that Justin Fields is built really well, whereas Jordan Love with his shirt off doesn't look that impressive. What are your thoughts on that in terms of quarterbacks? Does it really matter? We've seen Aaron Rodgers with his shirt off, and he's not exactly Mr. Olympia. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely true. Aaron Rodgers, not Mr. Olympia. And Tom Brady wasn't either for the bulk of his career. We all saw the draft photo. And then obviously, as he got older, Tom Brady really got into fitness. And I still wouldn't say that Tom Brady is built like the Incredible Hulk, but he's just in really great shape for what he needs to do for football. I don't know if he's still maintaining that TB12 lifestyle after he played because you wouldn't necessarily need to be in that kind of shape after you're playing football. But yeah, I don't think it really matters. The person who posted the meme was very pleasant. I actually interacted with her because I made a joke saying I didn't realize that this was a bodybuilding contest. I thought we were talking about playing quarterback and she was saying how if you're in better shape goes to durability and I guess that could be true to some extent but a lot of it just comes down to the style of play and also a lot of it's luck too. You have the offensive line. Remember, RG3 was as well built as you could get in terms of just being muscular and all that. He wasn't a huge man, but he was very, very ripped and jacked. And look what happened to him. He was done very quickly because he had that pre-existing issue with his foot. So that was something that dogged him even going back to when he was at Baylor. No amount of weightlifting, no amount of dieting, none of that is going to be able to account for that. And then you have Aaron Rodgers, who's in perfectly fine shape, but again, not Mr. Olympia, and look at the career that he's had. He hasn't really had that many injuries that have kept him out for significant stretches of time over the years. I know he's broken his collarbone, but he's always come back relatively quickly from any injuries he's had. So there's no real way to tell. I don't think it really matters that Jordan Love looks like a normal guy with his shirt off or that Justin Fields looks really well built with his shirt off. I mean, it's a nice visual, and it's a fun thing if you're a Bears fan to try and pushing a Packers fan's face. I totally get that. But ultimately, it just comes down to, can you get it done on the field? Yeah, you don't want a guy out there who's going to be Jared Lorenzen or something like that, a 300-plus pound guy who can barely move. But at the same time, he doesn't need to look like the ultimate warrior either. 
Yeah, it's it's a funny thing, isn't it? Because I've I've had that thought over the years. I've seen some players, you know, quarterbacks, and you think, oh, guy, you know, that guy's going to get killed as soon as somebody, as soon as he gets sacked and a D lineman lands on him. Um, you know, good example, like Geno Smith. You look back at him. You know, I haven't really, I didn't watch a lot of Geno last year, so I don't know what he's looking like nowadays. But when he was a Jet, he was like, he was like, you know, his upper half was was he didn't look like it. You wouldn't have thought he was an NFL football player. Um, he just didn't have a big build. There wasn't a lot of muscle mass and there wasn't even a little muscle mass. There really wasn't any. Um, and as you mentioned, the Tom Brady, we've seen that picture. So it's, I think it kind of, you, you want to, you want to look at a guy and feel like he can take a beating. If he takes a big hit, he'll be able to get up. Um, but we've seen plenty of guys who don't look like they would, but they do. And they just keep bouncing back. So, and as you've said, sometimes it's luck, right? How does a guy fall on you? You might get sacked and it's not an issue. You, you get sacked and you're Joe Theismann. You know, it's got nothing to do with how big you are. So it's I think visually you want you want that bigger, stronger guy so you feel better about his ability to bounce back from from a, a big hit. But we've seen some pretty scrawny dudes, you know, pop right up and not have an issue. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Jimmy. He asks, what about Mike Evans? We've heard all about DeAndre Hopkins. But what about the possibility of trading for Mike Evans? He's younger than Hopkins and Beckham. He's had a tremendous career. He's probably only got a couple of years left. And they would be wasted in Tampa where they're clearly trying to rebuild with Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask competing for who could be a worse quarterback in 2023. That's a great question. You know what's funny about Mike Evans? I was looking at this. So Mike Evans only has one year left on his deal. It would be a $21 million dead cap hit for the Bucks, but it would only be a $13 million hit 
for the team that acquires him. $13 million is no big deal at all. In fact, you could cut Corey Davis and Ashton Davis and boom, you already now have replaced the two of them with Mike Evans salary-wise. And if you look at the stats that Mike Evans has put up from year to year, he is unbelievably consistent. If you go back throughout his entire career, he's had a 1,000 yards or more every single year of his career, multiple years of double-digit touchdowns. Now, I know his production dipped a little bit last year in terms of touchdowns because he went from 13 touchdowns, 14 touchdowns to 6 touchdowns, but still averaging 15 yards a catch, 1,124 yards, 29 years old. And he's a guy that is so consistent and really is a guy that's incredibly hard to stop no matter what offense he's in just because of his size and his strength and his ability to move. So I would be all for Mike Evans if the Jets could get him. I just don't know for sure that the Bucks are shopping him. And if they do, what would they be looking for in return? Because obviously you have to weigh out the fact that he is on the back end of his career and he is heading into a free agent year. But The fact that he's only got one year left on his deal is actually not a bad thing for a team like the Jets who have this short window. So you could potentially get Evans and then at the end of the year, if he gives you a lot, maybe you reevaluate keeping him for another year or two, especially if he likes the environment with Aaron Rodgers. I would be all for Mike Evans if the Jets could pull it off. I don't see why you wouldn't be if you're a Jets fan. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Scott, on one of our last mailbags, uh, I threw that out there. Either mm-hmm. either Mike Evans or a, a Godwin, you know, both with Tampa Bay, saying that's a team. You know, I don't think you could make a move for them right now, but I think if Tampa Bay starts off 0-2, 0-3, something like that, um, maybe they make a move and maybe they're willing to part with him. I mean, if you can get it before the season, great. But I think the Jets are going to – I would hope they're going to look to to target another receiver, even though it apparently won't be DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I would be thrilled with Mike Evans, and I think – if if the Bucks do get off to that slow start, then the Jets should you know pick up the phone and try to try to upgrade. Another interesting thing about Mike Evans, Glenn, is that every year of his career, he's played 15 games or more, except 2019 when he played 13 games, but still made the Pro Bowl with 1,157 yards receiving, an average of 17.3 yards per catch, and eight touchdowns. That was in just 13 games. He's been very, very durable. He's been nicked up here and there, and he's not quite the guy that he used to be. But then again, if he was, the Buccaneers wouldn't even consider moving him. So I like that question, and I think that Mike Evans would be a very interesting potential addition to the Jets if he is indeed available. Although, as you said, Glenn, we don't know what the Jets are thinking now. They're clearing all this cap space. Are they going to make some sort of move, or is this just a way to put more of Aaron Rodgers' salary on the books for 2023, keep some cash in reserve in case, as you said, somebody like Evans becomes available later on and it gives them the flexibility to do that. Not entirely sure, but the Jets all of a sudden now have a bunch of extra cap space that I don't think anybody was anticipating them having. It's sort of strange. I know that in a lot of ways, it's never bad to have the cap space because you can roll it over if you don't use it. But for a team in a short window, it makes you wonder, as you said, Glenn, if it's not DeAndre Hopkins, if it's not Mike Evans, if it's not Kevin Byard, is there a big move coming? And if there is one, what would it be? Any ideas? Yeah, listen, it, it, it's a great question. You know, and Evans and, and Godwin were the two names I came up with in, in looking at, at guys who were out there who, who, the, who they can make a move for. I mean, there are some big name safeties out there that are, you know, you can reportedly have 
via trade. I just don't know if the Jets are, are looking to to spend that kind of money at safety. But if they look, if they feel like you know, uh, uh, like somebody like Buda Baker can make them, you know, a top five defense or a top three defense, like he's that much of a difference maker. Because as we've said, we we love what they bring up front on the D line. You love the fact they may have the best cornerback trio in the NFL. You know, I always we always say that the best corners in, in sauce and, and, and DJ Reed, but you know, Michael Carter uh, doesn't get his name mentioned nearly enough. So really with that cornerback trio and that D line, if there's a, if they feel like there's a safety who could put them over the top and make them a top three unit, maybe that's what they're sort of lining up, but it does feel like, it does feel like they, they kind of have something in store, which again, makes sense. You, you don't, as you just referenced, like you don't create this very small window and then create a bunch of cap space and not do anything. Um, and, and as you said, you know, because I mentioned it to someone a couple weeks ago, I said, oh, maybe they're maybe they're opening up this cap space to to pay Aaron Rodgers a little bit this year to avoid the bigger hits down the line. But that was a brain fart on my part. And the person says to me, like, yeah, but it rolls over. So whether it's this year or next year, that can go toward Rodgers' money um, with the same impact. And I thought that's a really good point. So really, it's probably not money they're freeing up this year to spread out the contract because with it rolling forward, it's six and one half dozen of the other. So you feel like there's a move coming. And as we've said many times over, um, if Corey Davis is in any way, shape or form involved in any move, that's another 11 million. So, you know, like we said, they've got 24 now. They'll need 10 for the remaining draft picks. They'll want some wiggle room. So really they've got about 10 now, but a Davis move would put them over 20. And there are some guys to be had that could help this team. Next question comes in from Greg. He asks, I know this isn't a football question. That's okay. It's an off-season mailbag. We're open to answering any questions. We talked about Justified before. Barry Bonds, it looks like HBO is going to be making a documentary about him. What are your thoughts on Bonds overall and the whole steroid issue? Ah, This is interesting because obviously we haven't heard a ton about steroids in football, even though we know there are plenty of instances of that, but it's mostly been baseball where steroids have been talked about more than anything. I guess also some sports like cycling it's been talked about, but because those sports aren't as high profile, you don't really hear a ton of chatter about it in the mainstream except when it pertains to somebody like Lance Armstrong. As far as Barry Bonds, he's always been a very fascinating character to me. Now, by all accounts, he's a jerk. I never met him, so I can't say that for a fact, but that's what a lot of people seem to say, and I think that's never going to help his case in terms of the Hall of Fame. What I will say with Barry Bonds is, Barry Bonds was a special player. He was a great player who was headed for the Hall of Fame with or without the steroids, but I think it's become clear what happened was he got upset that people were talking so much about Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire after all the home run stuff, where both of those guys were clearly using outside help to get themselves to where they wanted to be in terms of power and strength and all that. So Bonds decided that he was going to get in on that, and he then went from being one of the best baseball players of all time to arguably the best baseball player of all time. If you go back and look at what he did with the Giants after his hat size grew a few sizes, you'll see he was absolutely ridiculous. Teams didn't even want to pitch to him. There was a point in time where he was intentionally walked pretty much every single opportunity teams had to put him on base rather than give him a chance to do anything. I remember Buck Showalter, when he was a manager in the National League, actually walked Barry Bonds with the bases loaded once. That's how scared teams were of Barry Bonds. As far as whether he should go into the Hall of Fame, it's a really tough one because... 
There are a lot of guys where there's suspicion of steroids, but we don't really have any proof. Mike Piazza was one of them. People have talked about it for years, but there's no proof that he did anything. He got into the Hall of Fame, and I think it's unfair to hold it against guys if we don't have any real proof. With Bonds, it looks like there's probably some pretty solid proof or at least good circumstantial evidence that he did some stuff. Where you fall on this, I don't know, because some people would say, just let all these guys in and don't worry about the steroids. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Other people have said that you could make a separate wing for the guys that are steroid guys, but then again, it gets back to what I said. How many of these guys were proven steroid guys as opposed to how many of them have been accused? I have no idea how you would even attempt to try and do that. I will say this, though. I would put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame seven days out of seven before I would put Pete Rose anywhere near the Hall of Fame because what Pete Rose did was so unbelievably terrible in terms of violating the spirit of baseball. When you're a manager of a team and you're betting on games that involve your own team that's playing, that is as foul as it gets in terms of potentially influencing the outcome of games. With guys like Bonds and all that, they were just trying to make themselves better to help their team. With Pete Rose, he was gambling on games to try and enrich himself and put himself in a position where he might have to make moves that could hurt the team in some way to try and keep himself from losing gambling bets. So that's a whole different story. But as far as whether he should go in the Hall of Fame, it's a tough argument. I would probably lean towards no, but you might be able to twist my arm. Either way, this documentary really piqued my interest because you don't get a lot of behind-the-scenes looks at a guy like Barry Bonds. Very different kind of character in sports, and so I think it'll be really cool. HBO always does really good documentaries, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think you put Bonds in, and it's it's an easy decision for me. Um, it be, it, the only reason is because we know when he started using right or like the book came out the ex-girlfriend or the mistress or whoever it was said that he told her you know when he as he was watching mark mcguire hit all these home runs he was like look i'm better than this guy like i shouldn't be he shouldn't be outperforming me i'm gonna i'm gonna do what i have to do to catch up to him um if you look at barry bonds prior to that he was already a hall of fame if i'm not mistaken he already had multiple mvps so barry bonds was a hall of fame player who you know, two-thirds of the way or however far through his career started juicing and then just put up, I mean, video game numbers doesn't even begin to say, you know, to, to fairly describe it. 232 walks Barry Bonds had in, in uh, 2004. Absolutely, you know, ridiculous numbers. And that, that's what I – and listen, I don't like the guy. Um, I don't think he's a good person. Um, very difficult to root for. A lot of accounts said he wasn't a great teammate. I actually talked to somebody one time, and this was just a chance thing. This isn't like me saying, like, oh, I know someone with the job. Like, I just happen to get an opportunity to communicate with someone with that team, and they were very honest, and they said that, yeah, like, all the things you hear about him character-wise, like, they're true. He's just not a good guy in the locker room, um, and all very believable. I mean, you know, we saw that – was it Jeff Kent? They, like, got a fight in the dugout, um, and Kent reportedly, too, wasn't the best guy either, but but I digress. I think that – I think Bonds was a Hall of Fame player before he started the Roids, so I, I put him in. That's going to wrap up part one of the weekend mailbag. Make sure that you check out everything that Glenn is doing at JetNation.com. Check out everything that we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel, including the newest Jet, Al Woods, the run stuffer from Seattle, 
Plus, he's also got a bunch of the newest draft picks that the Jets brought into the fold in the 2023 NFL Draft. So watch our videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital, playlikeajet.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.